gold. Everything we say is gold. Everything you say is gold. So we've started the recording. Some now. of it is slow gold. Slow gold. That's a very Swedish reference oh, for you. Uh, I think I think it's black gold, black and gold. That's uh, the new slow thing. Gold. Right? I know. I know a grandpa. Do you know that the the black and gold panels? Black do you know, do you know why they are gold? Is it something with plating? Because it is gold. Yeah, actually, it's good. It doesn't corrode. Exactly. And it's lead free. Um. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, You have the coating, you have a nickel uh, plating uh, under the gold, and then you have like, I think like 0.02 microns of of gold. And that is the, um, that's the um, thing you put on top to to stop the corrosion. Yeah. I was checking out the uh, PCB manufacturer you recommended. GLC. Uh, yeah, it's a bunch of letters, so <laughs> I just keep that tab open. But uh, the, the, sta- the, the standard uh, surface finish is with lead, yep. which feels very un-CE. It is, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can do, you you can use lead um, if there is a reason to do it, I think. Yeah, but we have modern flux methods. Because yeah, I think the lead is supposed uh, you you put it in because of the flux, basically. So it's no lead. The the lead solders melts on a lower temperature, yeah, so they're so easier, easier to work. Yeah, with. so it's instead of flux. If you have flux, no, no, you if still, you have flux, you still, no, no, you still need flux. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you always yeah. use flux. That's it. It's it's basically a cleaner and an agent that makes the lead float easier. Yeah, but the it also lead it also free solders need a higher temperature, and a higher temperature is always bad. You don't want to have an an excessive temperature when you're soldering. No, 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 no. Um, and lead. If you have, I mean, it have you you haven't soldered with leaded no, solder? No, I don't think. Maybe when I was young, but yeah. Not, it, not it, when it, I bought it myself. I mean, it smells so much. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it is a much, much better experience. All right. Fr- from a, um, so to speak, convenience um, factor. The convenience factor is it's much, it's much, much higher. And it also, it, it's easier to do good soldering because it floats much better. All right. Um but I have never used leaded solder. No, I would wouldn't do that. No, we this podcast is firmly against leaded solder because we're pro life. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in a sense, yes. In a sense, yes. yes. Not in the American sense, but the American sense is nonsense. Yep. I mean, but the obvious first question is is of course how 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 did you. How did I DIY? Yeah, is why did I DIY? And why do you DIY? Let's see. My first was the LL8. The LL8 is a Robau. Robau, yes, the German Robauks. I'm I'm assuming he lives close to the French border because it sounds like a French red deep wine. Yeah, I. I, I don't know why. I think it's from Hamburg. I'm not sure. Um, I can Google it. You can Google it. You have a computer right in front of you. Just Google it. Um, so it's a sequencer. Uh, I'm not uh, up to date on my uh, sequencer nomenclature, but it's not a series sequencer. It's a trigger sequencer. Yes. 
it's uh, a channel trigger sequencer because I want a uh, narrow sequencer because I was trying to do the Mylar melody. Uh, well, I think I think it's nor- normally you. used as a drum sequencer. Yeah, and that's what I use it for. It's a six, uh, sixteen steps, eight track uh, trigger sequencer. Yeah, and it's very neat, very narrow. Uh, I melted a couple of buttons and thought I fucked it up, but it works fine now. Humbug. Humbug, yeah. yeah. You were right. Yeah. Uh, and, but m- it might have been because I actually wanted to do a Turing machine because I got a Turing machine later. So, well, it's the, the it, music modular. The music modular, yeah. And then I've tried, I, I did the uh, pulses expansion uh, all by myself. And, I tried to do the vaults as well, but I don't, don't know why that didn't work. Maybe because I guess it's it's look it looks like spaghetti. 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 Okay. Yes. Yes. But, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> you mean like the cable? Uh, what looks like spaghetti? Yeah, it's a lot of cables. It's a lot of cables. It's a lot oh, of cables. Cables. <laughs> why do you do cables? Oh, it's very DIY. Uh, okay, it's okay, uh, okay. Let's yeah. let's put it like this: you should, you should have cables on your side, yeah, of the modules, <laughs> not on the back of the modules, because I'm assuming that's what you're talking about here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you don't have spaghetti <laughs> cables on your side, then you're doing it wrong for sure. Oh yeah, but oh, you can do you can do the uh, touch thing, the touch thing with the. Um, flesh. Yeah, the from. flesh connectors. Like fl- I have those. They are, are they any good? Yeah. Um, I think you need to kind of get used to that type of current through your body. Platching. No, I, it, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. But you can't do several at the t- same time because no, you're, you're, you're like, you, you have 10 fingers, but you're like, they're connected to the same yeah. body of mass <laughs> of water. That's why it's getting, you're getting connections. Yeah. Um, Compassion from the backside. No, but I bought I sometimes. bought them from from Thonk. Um, they were hard to build, to be honest, because like it's like normal three point five millimeter um, jacks or um, the the male three point five millimeter jacks. Yeah, and you like unscrew the plastic casing, and then you're supposed to oh. bend the so to speak, solder legs of mm. that connector in a certain way and cut something so they fit on the back of this little small <laughs> PCB thing. And like, you need to put it on something because you need to heat it up a lot and you can't heat it too much because there are plastic parts in the mm. 3.5 millimeter jack. Yeah. It's an uh, ill advised like DIY it, it, project. It's a very, very DIY project. Um, yeah, but I think it, but it, actually, it should it should be done in the factory, maybe. Yeah, I mean, that, no, that, yeah, that might be the line. <laughs> I mean, it's impossible to get a volume production on those to the extent that it the, the price yeah. would make sense, of, co- uh, of course. But um, it felt very DIY, to be honest. They look good. I I don't yeah. think I managed to break any of them. No. Um, but but yeah, they, it, it it was it was a bit yeah. it was fun. Maybe um, you could yes. I, they they are if in a drawer somewhere with yeah. a lot of other things I I built or semi built. I think you could do it more. Uh, I think you could just have the uh, connector uh, and a little bit of distance to just get a couple of cables out of it and attach them to the plates, and it would be a much easier build. 
It's basically cable, yeah, my, yeah my, just, my, just to get a little bit more of a stand off. Like it doesn't have to be as flush to the panel. No, it's not flush to the panel. No, I, I but mean, if if you would just add a centimeter two, you would have an like a more an we, easier we, build. I mean, we're we're discussing very very um, visual things now. Uh, to an audience that can't see our visual things, but it's it's to describe it. It's basically a three and a, three and a half millimeter jack, and then uh, instead a of touch in, panel, yeah, with a, a small PCB as a touch panel that has been soldered on top of the three point five millimeter jack. And I'm sorry if it's noisy because there are a lot of people outside looking at us. That's fun. We're like we're it's like a podcast. Fi- it's it's a, like a fishbowl. Yeah. Um, not many. No, po- but, but, not many podcasts have a. An audience for the first episode. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I don't think they are here for us, though. So, uh, Shh. okay, they are. sorry. They yeah, are. Yeah, they are. Yeah. No, but the, the Swedish the, the, uh, Eurorack <laughs> building council. <laughs> Twenty people of the, our biggest fans. Yeah. Um, no, kidding aside. There's all. I think it's called All Flesh, right? I think it's from. You might be right. Uh, I think it's from. Um, I'm going to Google that while I'm talking. Uh, but it, the construction is that you're mounting this small PCB on top of the 3.5 millimeter jack, and the PCB and a jack becomes this solid part that you can like disconnect and disconnect. So there is oh, like yeah. it's it's hard, so to speak. There is no yeah no. Um, so like mo- putting more distance to mm. so it wouldn't work because it wouldn't be sturdy enough. Landscape is the All right. is the brand. But if um, you t- if you took something, I mean, I, I could 3D print something. Yeah, yeah, but so I mean, it's it's still it's still it would still be solid, but it would be easier to build because you would just connect the wires to the PCB. Yeah, sure, but then you need to three D print something. But I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, that's easy. It's easy. Uh, it's easy. That's uh, easy. Though. But it's it's a, it becomes a bit of like the Strega. Strega. Uh, Strega. Strega. The make noise. I have no. So the make noise, their their last semi-modular box, all right, black box, is called Strega, or Strega in Swedish, maybe. Okay, that Um, that sounds better. (laughs) (laughs) And it has the it has a bunch of these touch pads. um, Yeah, that you can. They do a lot of touch pads. Yeah, but this is a. These are like patch touch pads. I don't have it, so I don't know. I'm I'm assuming things here. Yeah. Um, but I th- do think it's patch points that you do with your fingers, so you can connect certain patch points, oh, yeah. um, which is a bit like the old flesh, um, yeah. which is a bit like landscape does. Landscape has a bunch of, um, or a bunch, I'm not sure actually. Am I making things up now? Maybe I am making things up now. I'm going to check their webpage. Yes, they have a bunch of, of synthesized stuff that is very much based around touch interface and connecting patch point with, oh with yeah. touch. Very hard to play, I heard. Yeah. It looks amazing, though. I mean, Their design is, is spot on, to be honest. Yeah, when you do it like that, it becomes more of a, like a classic style instrument. It's like the uh, theremin. It's also a technique to play, just like a violin or a piano. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It comes to the human body experience. Yes, uh, and it it becomes um, a bit of. I'm trying to find a name in my head 
of the Is it Klaus? Klaus. Ooh, Klaus. Uh, no, it's not Klaus. Um We have uh, outside our window right now, for your information, uh Eurorack punk rocker. Yes. Uh, they are all disguised as normal. No, no, him. <laughs> okay, him. So you're there He's actually- done Eurorack and he's also been in a punk band. Oh, I thought you were referring to all the other people that look like normal office people. Yeah. And there's a baby. A baby? Baby. Anyhow, so what are you going to build next? Oh, I just got an envelope of fun, fun things to build. Oh, you did? <laughs> I wonder who I'm could so handle su- it. I'm that. so surprised. <laughs> I haven't decided, but uh, maybe one of the through-hole builds to start with, because it's, uh, well... I have most of those parts at home, I think. But you build both through hole and I've just surface? gotten into surface mount things, and I find it's easier to build actually than the through hole stuff because yeah. it's less less cutting of uh, legs. No, I w- I wouldn't state it as easier because I I absolutely think the through hole is easier. Uh, it's harder to it's harder to mess up, it's and for the record. And all my SM, uh, DSMT projects, I've lost one component, a resistor or uh, something. Yeah, but that's just boing. Yeah, you, you just breathe. Yeah. <laughs> now, so I would argue that I was surprised when I started to, or I, I, I did the plunge yeah. into SMD. Uh, or SMT or surface mount or whatever we I, to call I, it. I would, I would uh, remember what... Uh, the the ac- acronym if I knew where the T or D stood for, but surface mount something. Uh, it should be SMC, I, shouldn't it? Surface mount components. Um. Yes, I'm going to Google. I'm, I have the computer here. You, yeah. have, you just have paper, and you haven't written written anything either. It could be SMT. So it's that surface mount technology. Technology, okay. Yes, technology. And uh, SMD stands for surface mount device. I think both of them are bad acronyms. Yes, let's say, let's say, um, let's call it uh, surface. No, I don't know. Let's call it SMD or SMT. You will understand. Or but I, 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 remember, I remember very clearly when I did the, the plunge um first off i noticed that I, my eyesight wasn't what i expected <laughs> uh basically so you, normally when you do smd you go for 0603 oh that's the smallest ones no 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 it's not uh, 0201 oh, yeah, yeah, is, is so oh, yeah. um, there are several smaller sizes but 0603 is is what uh, most of diy smd diy things are um because it's a good trade-off between size and possibility to handle it with normal human utensils. Yeah, you can't use fingers; you need to use pliers for it. Um, but I I remember distinctly, like you you can easily see a zero six zero three. I think it's zero six milli. No, yeah, I, I, my first was the, the twelve something. Yeah. The, I I think it might be the largest one. Yeah, uh, for a one you, uh, I think it was Foxfield, uh, the uh, uh, util fo. So um, I, a small, I, a small uh, uh, LFO square and yeah, uh, 
sorts out. Not not sort out. That triangle wave. So it's it's obviously a an an inch. So zero mm. six zero three is zero six times zero three inches. Yeah. Very tiny. Uh, in, milli- in millimeters, all American sense is nonsense. Yes, and in millimeters, it would be something else. I can I can probably Google that too. But it's very small, uh, yeah. and I remember like okay, this is like you can look at them and you can say I th- th- I see them, I can see the orientation of them, I can see what's upside uh, up up and down if I need to. Normally, yeah. But I can't read the numbers on it, like I, it's like or whatever is on it, um, and I cannot guarantee that I will place it good on a board, even with pliers. So mm. I bought like this head-mounted, <laughs> um, you know, watchmakers. Oh yeah, things yeah. Um, where you can like push it and pull down. Um, Maybe just get one of those. Yeah, uh, yeah so dentist lamps were magnifier in the middle and you can do tattoos with them as well yeah i i i was thinking about that i'm not sure if anyone uses that or i'm i'm, I'm sure that people use that uh, yeah but, i mean but it's the good, thing, it's the good problem, with the ring light as well yeah for sure the problem is that you need to have um the what's it called it's called a um magnifying glass in the right in the right spot yeah but that's a, that uh, one has a magnifying glass in the middle of it sure um but when you have it on your head, you always it's always on the oh, right yeah. spot. They they only the, the, the anyhow, uh, and then it works fine. That is yeah. that is actually quite yeah. easy, I would argue. Like you need to have a steady hand, uh, and I also remember when I when I was like, oh, how should I do? My, how should I mount this? These uh, CPUs, um, mm. they have like insanely small legs. Yeah. Um, but then I tried. I I did my research. Watching YouTube videos, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. how how you do, it. Um, and it was like, yeah, you should drag solder, like, yeah. and I watched someone. It's like it it looks rather easy to be honest, and I bought. This is a place where you really want to have leaded solder. All right, you want to, but you you should not, no. but you want to, um, and a good flux. Absolutely, yeah. you need to have a good flux, uh, and then you should just have a a chisel tip. Mm-hmm. And you load it with a tiny bit of the leaded solder, and you just pull it over, yeah. and you do it hopefully once, and it works perfectly. And yeah. uh, you don't need to do anything else. So if you find a YouTube video of someone doing drag soldering, you can easily think they have done it for years and have messed up. Yeah. Like I, I even like bought a um, kit of solder training stuff from Mouser. I think it was like Arda fruit or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. And it was like, okay, so I don't want, like, these CPUs, if you're talking about the, at Mega or something like that, they, they cost it. I mean, you can buy really cheap ones if you're looking for them, but ones you should have for modules there. They, they are this really expensive parts from yeah. a part count uh, perspective. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, no, I don't want to mess up one of these. No. Um, so I, I tried with these this kit, and I was like, okay, let's take the largest one, the one with the largest mm. legs. And I was like, uh, that was easy. And then I went down. It's like, yeah, that, this isn't the problem at all. Mm. Um, so for people who thinks it's very hard to solder those, no, it's not. No. But you need to have a good um, tip, good tip, and good flux, clean tip, good flux, 
good solder. Um, but once you have that, it's like the technique is not that hard at all. No. I think it's, it, I mean... You also have to try it. It's like most of the things. Yeah. I mean, what takes most time is like finding the right resistor. Yeah, like okay. if like from like from a time perspective, soldering them like the 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 time of like warming up the component yeah. and putting the solder on and having it cool that that like that's like nothing. Yeah, like finding like you have like these books of samples, you have boxes, you have bags and those kind of things. Like finding the right component and picking out the numbers you should have, opening those strips. Uh, and oh, the, yeah, that, that's yeah. like it takes like in comparison it takes forever and it's boring. And if, it, if you drop it, you have to look for it. <laughs> no, then you just take it. Oh, yeah. one. It's like those <laughs> the resistors cost nothing. Oh, it depends on you if you buy a kit or source yourself. It's very hard to find SMD kits to be honest. Yeah, uh, well, uh, a few of them are available. Yeah, and there is, but it's. I mean, it's. Uh, yeah, and we can talk too, about too sourcing. Often, Let's too do often th- is it, uh, uh, SMT parts pre-soldered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is something we can talk about in another in another yeah. episode. We should absolutely talk about sourcing components because that's yeah. uh, that's very daunting. It's it's quite like if you know your your places to find. Uh, PCBs and panels and those kind of things. That's yeah. in comparison to sourcing two hundred different parts. I think I have an I have an MME uh, kit, not kit. It's it's a panel of PCB and some rare parts. Um, it's a minimal clone, like, right. like component to component minimal clone. And we're not talking bearing a clone here. Now we're talking <laughs> something. Like it's eight hundred. Different components. Oh shit! Uh, and I can't uh-huh. remember how many thousand it is it is in total because they're obviously a, a bunch of 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 weird stuff. Yeah. No, yeah, mm. um, no. The weird. I, I bought a kit with the the, the rare parts. Yeah, so, so rare rare parts. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so those shouldn't. That's not. That's not a problem. But I need to source the rest, and it's like, it is a pain. Yeah, and then <laughs> bombs, you get bombs in ninety five percent. The thing you've gotten gotten it all, and then oh fuck, I forgot this one. Yes, so so I mean, you obviously always have your like small amount of parts I missed. I need to buy the next time I order something from whatever place you ordered yeah. it from. Um, um, but but that's that's a absolutely a, a separate uh, episode, and this episode is very unstructured. Yeah. But let's let's, let's mount that. Like use use your book and paper. Yeah, and write episode episode list. three or something. Sourcing parts. Sourcing. And then, of course, anything we say here is probably wrong, and people go like, no, you can do it in this way. Yeah, sure, absolutely. But you don't have this podcast. We do. Exactly. Do your own podcast. Yeah. Or just, you can just complain somewhere. And then we should Please complain. Yes, yes. Wherever you find this podcast. Oh, yeah. And then uh, we but we only if if you want us to read it, you have to give it a five star review because those are the only ones we will read. And please send food. We <laughs> yeah. like food. We sit yeah. in this glass cage. It's like the uh, musikhjälpen. Oh yeah, the Dutch concept. Musikhjälpen. <laughs> yes, you just made that up, right? Yeah, yeah. That's but it's a Dutch concept. That it is a Dutch concept. Yeah. Uh, and now we can uh, we like can, all we, concepts. We can do we can do this then. Because we have, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, anyhow, um, 
You just have to drag that to the right space. Yes. Let's do... Okay, so as this is the first episode and you'll obviously, hopefully, manage to listen this far, um, this is a podcast about DIYing URAC modules. Yeah. So what we're going to do in the next few episodes is that we're going to get through what you need to know to be able to do the same and we're probably going to miss a few things. And we're going to live solder on mic. Uh, we're doing that right now. Yeah. And you, you cannot c- prove anything else. <laughs> That's the wonderful smell. No, <laughs> kidding aside. So so one episode of sourcing. We have one. We should absolutely have one episode of the other stuff. Like where do you find PCBs, panels? Um, uh, how do you track down uh, bombs? How do you understand them? Um, what sources of good projects are there? Like, where can you buy them? Who makes them? These kind of things. Mm-hmm. What should we have? What would you talk about more? Which models you will definitely have to build? Yes, yeah. And which uh, you should definitely not build? Yep. Like a, um, a, a top, we can do it our personal top 10. Uh, like in order of chronological order of what, how yeah. you sh- what we recommend where you should start and where you should end like yeah and uh, then we should have one episode about mistakes or learnings yeah like don't do this do this instead and one episode of uh, modules you definitely should not buy sure that sounds Mounted. like should we should we should we, we should just say you shouldn't buy attenuators you shouldn't buy uh, passive malts or active malts for that matter. Oh, you mean you should build them instead? You should build yeah, them yeah, instead. Yeah, yeah, sure, absolutely. Like, yeah, what's <laughs> because that's that's one thing. You you can you can try and build modules that are either um, copies replacements of useful modules, mm-hmm. uh, or you can buy them. Like, you have those two options. You can you can go buy an envelope, or you can build an envelope. Yeah. I just uh, saw uh, Look Mom No Computer made an extremely simple envelope generator. Yeah. Like an envelope is really simple to do. There, there are a bunch of, of things that are very, so to speak, logical to do as DIY projects. Yeah. And then there are others that might be a bit overkill. Yeah. That you rather should buy instead. Or where there are no good options as DIY at all. Yeah. Like building a wavetable DIY is probably... Uh. <laughs> and that we should talk sometimes about... Tools. Tools, yeah. And maybe someone should do a microcomputer specifically aimed towards music. Or just a good uh, like oscillator chip. Who should? Someone. Someone. We should convince someone to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Do you think we can? No. <laughs> Maybe we. Uh, no. Nah. We should get good at building our own uh, chips then. Yes. That would be nice. It would be really cool to build an oscillator ship. Yeah. I know. On the other hand, like now you actually don't need to do that. You can use an FPGA, for example. You have to spell out that acronym. FPGA. FPGA. It stands for Field Programmable Gate Array, where you basically can emulate, or not, you're not you're not emulating. You're telling a chip to be another chip. Uh, so you there like there is an FPGA SID chip. 
Uh-huh. Uh, which means that instead of having an original SID chip in your C64, you can take this FG, FGD, FPGA SID chip and you just pop it in and the C64 doesn't understand that it's not the original one. And it's All not right. an emulation. It's uh-huh. it's like a chip that does the same thing as the original. All right. You can just program it to be whatever you want it to be. I have no clue if that is a, a, a good prospect for using in a, a VCO, but I'm assuming it is. Yeah, yeah. could be nice. Um, I just wanted something I can, like a uh, 555, but with sine wave. Yeah, but then you can get out much easier than that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, there's Frequency Central, quite nice British uh, manufacturer. They have their own uh, chip maker, if I understand correctly, or they have a guy who makes a chip they want to use for quite special applications. Nice to have your own chip manufacturer. Yeah, or just like chip programmer. That might be uh, FPGA, but um, I'm not sure. No, no. I have their uh, delay chorus reverb module. I actually have nothing from from them. Ah. I Uh, also have one of their power uh, uh, PSUs. Power supply units. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a DIY unit. Yep. I, for some reason, I have, like, not got anything from those, uh, which is strange, to be honest, from, from the amount of shit I bought from Thonk. Uh, I don't think... I, I don't think I like their design, maybe. I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of design to dislike, so I would just say embrace the ugliness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I mean, design is a joy. It's a... a, a like it's, it's m- like a lot of people, I started, oh, let's have a black case, and then oh, maybe just this one, and this one, and this one, and then fuck it, I just get a purple one. Yeah, I mean, I have I have one. I had uh, one single silver module until yesterday. <gasps> and the only one I had was a TB3, I think it's called, or something like that. Three. I yeah, can't remember. It's a 303 clone. Um, from some German acid something something acid systems I think um, and the 303 is in silver in its original yeah. you know the silver box um, which makes it made it fine I mean as I, I accepted that um, reluctantly it's called M303 yeah um, and then sadly uh, Mutable is not going to produce any new modules you might have heard that uh, she stopped production, so mm. I jumped at buying a beads and a blades because you don't think they will become open source. So beads, it's open source. I think it was released yesterday. All right, um, blades. I don't know. I I, I think I, the I think the plan was always that they were going to be open source, but after a number of yeah. uh, production lines, something like that. But I, I bought them, and now yeah. I have them in my rack, and they are silver. And they're uh, good. I I haven't even tried <laughs> them yet because I got them last evening. All right. Um, but no, of course they're good. I mean, every like everything from Mutable <laughs> is good. To be honest, right? Yeah, yeah. I haven't. It's a bit. It's I a don't bit. have any. I don't actually have any Mutable. I have a Plex clone. I have a bunch of micro clones, and I have. Yeah. I built my own um, elements. Like full size, full oh, size yeah. elements, because I had an atom 
uh-huh. and it's completely unusable. It's too small. It's way too small. Yeah. Uh, and it's also like there is no... If you have a small case, then I could accept that some people might want to have the smallest possible module. But it's so small that it's very hard to use. And also the layout of the uh, knobs like has like no indication mm. of what is what. It's just a no. grid of knobs, uh, which to my mind is it's it's not functional. Um, on the other hand, the <laughs> the original elements is very big. Yeah, uh, but it's very hands on. Mm. Uh, yeah, they they have been quite big, but I feel that they there's some thought behind it. Like there's there is. It could be smaller. It could be smaller in their original. Yeah, I mean, uh, her her later modules are, are much smaller. Um, yeah, in in size, they're yeah, still, still the same. Is supposed to be this massive thing. Yeah, but it's very like, airy. Yeah, uh, in comparison <laughs> to the later ones, which I think is a good. I mean, you you want to have knobs. You want to have different size knobs to indicate, so to speak, importance on yeah. the function. Uh, you don't want attenuator, attenuate, attenuators to be the same size as a filter, for example. You don't want the uh, Behringer Eurorack modules. They're too large. It, yeah, it depends. They're the gray, all too the gray, large, yeah. and they're all too problematic. Yeah, but, but, but um, <laughs> that aside, I mean, we can we can have a full episode of that. It has <laughs> nothing to do with the IY, but it's no. a it's a it's a topic. No. Um, and you want to have enough space between the knobs, of course. You can twist yeah. them without touching the other ones. I think. On I'm the other hand, it's a balance. Like, like you, you will never have a Eurorack that is convenient because you will always dig yourself through the cables. Yeah, like it, I, it, I, it, I, I, I think it, I've done that mistake of having everything too small, just buying the narrowest uh, module I can because of you know. Cost per HP, yeah. So and then I ended up with a, a, a toggle switch in the middle of a, a cable mess. <laughs> so that's why I I uh, rearranged it like last weekend. I moved around all the pieces uh, just to have that toggle switch to the bottom right. Ah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's important. That's rearranging is like half of um, them using making. No, <laughs> <laughs> no uh, but uh, on the other hand, and then we have another episode on the list, and that's cases. Cases, yeah, which is very much. I think it's a very good um, DIY DIY project. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm just writing down HP here as well, like that could be an episode, just talking about Harry Potter. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. And uh, you're, right, you're right, right, Harry. Harry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we, we can we can save all those jokes to to later uh, point. Yeah. Um. When we saw it starting to be a meme factory. Yep. And and this episode is basically just our we telling to each other what we are going to do yeah. the other times because, because this time we have no clue. Yeah. And this time we have it on recording. Yes, we have it on recording as long as yes, it's still recording. Good. Yeah. And I don't have a time indication because this software which is GarageBand is telling me that we have one done one thousand ninety bars. At 120 BPMs. Can't you click on that? And um, it's. Uh, I can click on it. it. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. No. All right. Well, uh, the elements. Yep. It feels like it's three 
modules in one. It's a full synth voice. Yeah. So it's it's, uh, se- it's several several uh, modules in it, it once, but it is a <laughs> physical modeling um VCO in its core. Yeah. And a physical modeling VCO will have several other functions because you can't physically model a strike or a bow without having an envelope. No. Like it, it's part yeah, yeah, of yeah. that that physical modeling. Um and you will have I mean there's no filter in it per no. se because it's not an analog filter, but you have a ton of different uh parameters that does yeah. those kind of of things. Yeah. Um so in a sense it, it it's a full synth voice. It I mean it even has some some reverb. Yeah. I think it's called a space or some something like I can't yeah, remember. That that sounds like a mutable uh, label. <laughs> but yeah, you got the bow and the mallet and the yeah something else. Yeah, but yeah. I mean that's but so so it, it comes from that that it it should be wide because you want to be able to control all those parameters, and you want them separated. Sure, some, sure, but uh, but I I wouldn't say it would be hard to do a redesign on no. it that has more or less the same um, usability, but maybe a third of two thirds of the mm-hmm. size, uh, some somewhere like that. Mm. Um, which is also something that we can do in an episode. We can talk about. How those things how are to lay done? Out. No, how how uh, like building stuff is one thing. Like, but how are they constructed? Yeah, how does that work? I don't know. It's the short answer. No, I mean from oh, we'll come discuss that. Yeah, discuss. It's that called anyway. it's called space. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have other labels like timbre, damping, geometry, geometry brightness. Yeah. Weird. No, but I mean the physical modeling. Um, Stuff you need to ma- you need to call your parameter something. Yeah, I mean from the uh, logic and cube base uh, reverb uh, things, you have this little icon of how does this room look? It's triangular and weird, and then you <laughs> change size to it, and it's yeah, it's it's a. It's a reverb thing, but it's because it's physical modeling, more or less. Yep. But that's also but I mean, like if you only have one, you, if you only have and if one, you don't have that three D picture, yeah. But if you only have one parameter for effect, then yeah. what should you call it? Like it can't like param one, <laughs> param one. Yes, yes, that's good. Should we do that kind of module? Like it's black. It has a, a grid of the same size of knobs. And they are just called param one two three four five to ten. I think you're describing uh, more uh, like a clearer variant of a reverse landfill module, <laughs> because they only have triangles pointing up or pointing down. Ah, I'm thinking like that. And then you have to just patch it, like how you feel like it should be patched, and it will sound quite fun. <laughs> yes. But you have no clue what you're doing. No. It's just accidental good. Ac- accidental, accidental good. Yeah, yeah. Wh- wh- what do you call that? You call, you have it, there's, a, there's a term for that, right? Like what? Um, 
I'm not sure Str- what you... Str- strike of luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy little accidents. Yeah. Uh, maybe I, I I will figure it out. It's Friday. Uh, it's afternoon. We're we're like. We have warmed up our voices. We have warmed up our brains. Yes, yes. We have a list of things to do in the future. Yep, 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 yep. And if you have a name for this podcast, send it to us. And if yeah, you want no, to, no, yeah, if I mean, you want to know who we are, ask us. Yes, yes, we can talk about that next time. And I don't think I have anything more. I think we should hold it there. Hopefully so, too long. Yep. Should I? I no. I shouldn't. I should no. no I should no no, no. 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 There's a button here in the mixer it. for. That wasn't one. I think it's one of the bottom ones. You mean this one, the pink one? Press it. No, the no, purple one. The purple one. Yeah, that one. Okay, the birds. No, it's a, it's a bird. I think it's a wagon, like a squeaking wheel. It ended. Okay, that's uh, good. Abruptly. Abruptly. Say. So thank you. It's, and, it's uh, just a red one that never ends. Oh, yeah. I won't press that one. Don't press that one. No. But that's okay. good. Goodbye. Goodbye. From Kleine Hans. <laughs> and Große... Mm, Mikhailo yeah. Gorbachev. No, what? No. Mikhailo Gorbachev. Okay. Bye. Bye.